special disclaimer that I, Mystic, am an employee of Wizards of the Coast on the D&D team. Last time on Utopia Podcast, the party went to a strange, arcane acropolis with a chest in the center. After going in to retrieve the chest, they began to fight a multiple-eyed, floating, bulbous creature. And in the middle of the fight is where we find the party. we go to godfrey all right uh godfrey's hit with that necrotic damage and it just adds to kind of the falling feeling in the pit of his stomach as he's looking through this and realizing that this wasn't a skeleton that was going to reanimate to fight him in this instance that it was just a, a nothing a thing that was a trinket and uh he shakes for a moment and stands up uh difficultly stumbling as he does so uh, seemingly his legs and arms not just like reeling from the necrotic damage that he's taken but he stumbles over to this thing uh and he's just going to reach with a hand on an eye stock and just try to jam his fist as far into the center of this thing as possible yeah it's with you and eyes uh 19 to hit yeah that hits or, uh, let me just make sure. Uh, six points of non-magical bludgeoning damage. Great. I need you and Ziba both to make dexterity saving throws. Remembering that bardic inspiration. Oh, that's that's cocked. I gotta count that as cocked. Ooh, I'm think I'm gonna use that bardic inspiration here. Thirteen on both rolls ain't doing it. I don't know. I don't trust that. Is it? It's a six or an eight. Six. Uh, D6. Actually, it is. 17. No, it's 13. a 1D8. It mm. is a 1D8. Because I'm I better not roll up lower than a four. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, that's 21. <laughs> okay. Um, Ziba, you're able to get out of the way just in time as this creature seems to implode and then explode with the magical energy it has been holding within it as Godfrey um, takes 10 force damage and Zeba, you will take five force damage. This creature I I remembered Livy's encouraging is words. dead yeah. and you are out. Godfrey of hits, hits the tree behind him and slumps down motion. Morgus is immediately going to uh, with, I believe a bonus action. You're not in no, issue for, any longer. Yeah, Morgus is immediately going to... Um, he, he'll almost, like, clap his hands, and as he does, he's going to pull one of those sort of golden thread spheres, and it's going to expand to be within um, 
30 feet of him, which Godfrey is in. And for the next minute, I have 2d6 I can add as healing for a bonus action. I am casting Aura of Vitality. Um, in that, there's almost going to be this blur of time, the the the, the ravages of the wounds on uh, your body start to close themselves. I am I, I essentially have twenty d six to spread in the next minute uh, across people as I see fit. Um, so, whoever has taken damage, I will roll two d six at a time. Uh, the first couple is going to Godfrey. That's eight. The next couple is also going to Godfrey. That's another seven, so you're up 15. Uh, now you're up another nine. I'm good. Okay. Does this take? Now you're up another nine. So, who else was hit who's within 30 feet of me right now, Ziba? I'm a little hurt, but not a lot. Okay, I'm going to give you um, a couple. Uh, Ziba has a very... Zilla was hurt a lot. Good point. Godfrey, does this mm-hmm. healing take? Oh, try not to say uh, anything. It should. <laughs> I mean, but that's ultimately up to you. This doesn't have the same qualifications that Cure Wounds or Lay on Hands has. Morgus, Morgus is trying. This is healing at a distance as I try to move over him, over to him. The effect of the spell. Yeah, I mean, healing by reversing time is certainly different than healing by divine guidance. That's 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 my that's my flavor mm-hmm. for this. Yeah. And I my interpretation for how Morgus got these spells is that he has worked out the way to do this. So I'll leave yeah. I'll leave that up to you. God for you heal. And Morgus yeah. just sort of yeah. walks over and this this sort of dome of gold thread that's glowing. Um as I walk over to you and you enter the effect, Morgus's voice almost echoes. You're alright, Godfrey. You need more. No, I I think I'm quite fine. It was a little bit of a tumble. Bit of a backacher. All right. Bit of a... Bit of what the fuck was that? Yeah. I'm gonna poke it. Morgus will let the magic dissipate. (laughs) And it all sort of fades away. A big old like snake-like tongue rolls out of its mouth as it expels air when Ziba mm. pokes it. What was that thing? I apologize for the state of the treasure chest. There was a skeleton in it. I thought for sure it was going to be like the skeletons down in the church and just start attacking us. Mm. It had snakes in its hair and it had clothed feet. And I uh, didn't want to mess with whatever that could be. What was the size of the skeleton? I mean, it's still in there. Livy looks... It's just shredded bones, but you would imagine that anything that would fit into this box would be a child or very small person. I'm going to take a look at the box for markings of any kind. There's no markings. Do I know 
what gods cat what what gods have blue feet. Mm. I don't know. Let me look up something. Looking tall. Did that? Is it gone? Is the big swirly in the magical energy? Did we? Is that it? Did we do it? Did we do? Did we do what? What's the? You talking about the barrier? Get rid of. Yeah. Is that it? Were we successful? I mean, it was just sort of the the whole thing that that came out of, and then the chest inside. So I would imagine, perhaps. I don't think you do, Livy. At this point, as you all say this, you hear this soft, almost sound like powering down as the walls of light fall, the illusions on the pillars fall, the stone itself starts to crumble, and you hear almost as if it's coming from where the creature came, a deep masculine voice yelling no and slowly the portal closes this feels like a silly question but have I ever heard anything like that voice before if you want to push yourself to try and remember past what you can consciously remember in your current form I'll let you roll a history and a constitution saving throw. Yeah, I'm doing that. That that sounds like a fun D&D button to push. Uh, which first? History. History, okay. Uh, history is a total of 14. Mm-hmm. And con save now is a natural 20 plus 6 for a 26. Can you use that now? You have a flash Uh of a memory. Uh Uh-oh. In a jungle, strolling down a path of clay, kind of sticks to your boots. And as you look down for the first time, a lot of these visions you've kind of You've seen your hands, you've been interacting with things, you've been looking at your surroundings, but you never really evaluated yourself. You look down, you're taller than you are now. Your legs are longer. And you look up and you see a large brown-furred minotaur with big ivory horns, black-tipped, strolling hand-in-hand with a woman with snake hair. And you know them to be a Rudy and Medusa. (laughs) And you come back. Excuse me. You're all right. 
the coffin. Oh, God. I, um, sort of inhaled my own... He swallows. Well, the rest of you fuckers will be good, will be happy to know that I was once taller than I am now, so fuck all of you for that. Um. <laughs> but... What? What? I think... The voice was from Erudi and... And this here. Did you, you gave me a net, a, the, the names, right? Mm-hmm, Sierra, mm-hmm, just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was Medusa. No, I think this was their child. They were married. Uh oh. That's somehow worse. Garakaius calls at you off no. in the tree. <laughs> what is it, Garakaius? We've been through a lot right now. The pillars begin to shift as those eyes glow, looking upon you all still. Just because the portal is closed doesn't mean the alert system isn't still on us. We've done what we came to do. Should we go? That's probably a good call. What are we going to do with... And Godfrey gestures at the chest. It would be respectful to bury them. We shouldn't just leave it out here. I agree with Libby. I think we should bury it. I struggled to hear your suggestion, Ziba. It's just like who left. I'm. I guess I. I'm not familiar with their burial practices, but why would you leave your kid rotting with that thing for that long? I don't it know. Is, it is likely a guard to prevent people from grave robbing. Have. Have I ever read about or heard of anything like this creature? Okay. Could it could it be that we've just severely desecrated a gravesite that was protected from intrusion? Yes, I think that's exactly what we did. Why was the gravesite killing everything? It perhaps was guarded by... I I don't know. It's likely that whatever that monster was secreted necrotic damage and it was just a byproduct. So the grass around it and the life around it died. But we've seen sigils before where the surroundings killed everything. Or they died. Yes. That was also um, with the fake Mycelia. Morgus is going to think... Sorry. 
the people who were with the uh, Infernal. Similar groups, I imagine. I, I think we should show it some respect and put it to rest. I agree. Yeah. It's the least we can do. Anyone got a shovel? This one didn't try to kill us. Godfrey, was there anything else in the chest besides the corpse of a child? Well, there were the gems that I have left in there. Removing them from my inventory now. (laughs) (laughs) So you, like, pull them out of your pocket and drop them back in? Is that what's happening? No, No, I imagine he was, like, punching into it and he grabbed the gems and, like, lifted them up, expecting there to be, like, resistance or magical force, but then he got hit by the necrotic damage and dropped them back in the chest. Mm, Yeah. That is what happened. Uh, yeah, so let's, um, uh, Willoughby, like, picks a spot. I'm assuming the barrier's still active. Mm Mm-hmm. Wherever you move around the clearing, the the pillars shift so that the eyes can follow you, all four of them. We could either put it back where it belongs. Ooh. Well, I mean, we killed the alarm, but do we think that this, Scylla gestures to the barrier, is going to protect it if we put it back? relatively where it was. Sorry, the barrier has fallen. Ah, the barrier has yeah. fallen. Is, is there still something active? The eyes of the pillars are still shifting oh. and following. Okay. I think at the very yeah. least we should bury it where it can be watched. Yeah, we should bury them. Um, let me well, point to the tree he was hiding uh, behind. Just just one, there's one thing I'd like to check, um, before we do this. This is a good idea, but, uh, Mor- Morgus is going to try to step up onto the platform. Mm-hmm. And I want to take a so. look, like, where the chest was, if there's any markings or anything that would indicate that this magic could be, like, uh, started up again, potentially. You don't see anything, you just see the scrapes on the this same black stone from where Godfrey pulled the chest. Uh, it was worth a look. I think that's our best option. All right, Libby, do you see anywhere? Yeah, um, this tree I was hiding behind is a. Easily watchable by the eye. Um, it's a nice, quite little spot. Scylla so goes over, and obviously, she doesn't carry around like a gardening shovel, you know, that one would need to like dig the depth of like a hole, even for like a, a child's casket. So, I think instead, I'm gonna take my long sword and, and kind of start 
like punching in squares and kind of digging out square at a time uh, enough that we could sort of lay this adequately to rest. Godfrey will help with a dagger that he has just to break up the dirt. Can Morgus help with uh, a bit of mage hand? Mm-hmm. Try to just help to scoop and also like just to like make a border and help to scoop. Takes you maybe a half an hour and about an hour with those mediocre tools. Yeah, go ahead, Louie. Would Shatter do it? No. <laughs> it would just like make the earth loose. You'd still have to like move it. <laughs> thing that Shatter can't do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Technically, Shatter can dig a grave, just not in the way we think. <laughs> It's, it's probably it's more like of a, ten... Go ahead. It's more of a figurative than a literal application. <laughs> more yeah. of a dig to kind of thing. <laughs> it's probably like 10.30 in the morning at this point. Feels right. What's Sipa doing? I think that while they're digging this hole, Zippo would probably just, not having the tools to contribute, walk up beside them and maybe try to start some commentary if others are open to it. It'll be like, what do you think happened to them? I mean, I know kids can die. That's even I have experience with that at this point, but I don't know. Still gives me just a weird feeling. God, I know that they were clearly loved. Yeah. I need you to give me intelligence saving throw. Okay. What? Uh, as Godfrey is digging this grave and Zeb is making this commentary, uh, Anyone with a high enough passive perception, I think, would notice that kind of the silver bands along the intricacies of his mask start to glow very faintly. It's a, uh, it's a four on my okay. intelligence saving. That's one fail. What what do and we mean by dim. high enough passive perception? What? Like 14 or higher. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's not me. So what happens to the mask? Sorry. Uh, just the silver inlay glows very dully for a moment before fading back in. Hmm. Just trying to Quarantine. ask an innocent question. Go ahead. You're still asking it, Siva. I'm going say it might just be sickness. Sometimes, you know, no one's immune to it. Yeah. I know my mom said we lost some siblings when they were young, but I don't ever feel like I really got the chance to know them. Only child. But uh, my parents lost a lot of siblings during the uh, Invisible War. 
they didn't want a really big family because um, they didn't want to have me go through that. This was all... This was all well before the war. I mean, the... The stone here... It's older than the war. This place was... But here were constructed. About 200 or more years ago. It has to be a very long time because they do not like each other anymore. Um, Medusa mm. tended to uh, not believe in monogamy as well as uh, our good old Earth God did. Well, considering that information the flash that I had a moment ago and this I would imagine we understand why they don't why there's animosity between them there's more to the story but I would imagine that loss like this would drive quite a wedge between people Potentially. Even if they are gods. Give me another save, Godfrey. Nine. That's another fail. Well, does this mean that even gods could die? Where do they go then? We used to always have the solace of saying that those who we lost would be with Mysheria, but sorry, let's finish this whole. So it's just been listening and focusing on finishing getting this very small grave completed. You get it cleared and gets big enough and deep enough. Remember, once you can bring the chest over, place it into the hole. Anybody ever spoken at something like this? All too many times. I know that I've. Your child, whose name is lost to the sands of time. We may not know why you've been taking from us or who you could become but know you are loved and you were loved and we are sorry and this is the least we can do one more save Adam nine that's three fails. 
glows that silver and it cracks just a smidge up at the top by your forehead mm-hmm. you don't feel any pain there's no repercussions at least not from the magic that's holding you your soul your spirit in the mask continue on then, right? I don't think there's anything else we can do here. We've done more than enough. You cover the chest and in the time that it takes you to finger the dirt back over top of the chest and fill Mm -hmm. in, the mask is healed. anyone that wouldn't have noticed. It's about 12.30 at this point, probably. You overtaking your time. Well, late day, but uh, should we get going? We should keep moving. It's wise. Whoever wants to can give me a survival check to get y'all back to the road. Siva! <laughs> you want me to? You want me to? Yeah. I have a great track record. <laughs> what I do is my game can, before you before you roll, can Morgus send Bitsy up into the air to try to at least get a general direction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Bitsy okay. can help provide the help action for Sipa. Okay, so can roll with advantage. You know what? You know what? The dice give it and the dice take it away. We all make mistakes, but sometimes we get it right. <laughs> I feel like it's extra easy to follow back because there's sword holes leading the way. <laughs> it's yeah. really a trail. <laughs> you make it back to the crumbled stone creatures and the nasty uh, bugs that you killed, and then you can follow the poke holes from Ziba's sword back to where you made camp, which was right next to the road. Um, Continue on to the road for the next few days. Uh, You head past the pseudo-dragons. I think you all remember about when those pseudo-dragons are going to approach. How would the party like to make it past those pseudo-dragons? 
Livy takes out his uh, liar and yeah, makes a performance check. Let's let's see. Oh yeah, six. They love it. They sleep, and you all can walk easily through. With the extra time, takes you two more full days to get there. Unless you would like to push through an evening. I. This is a downtime thing, but I think we have enough time for this. Um, on one of these evenings that we are traveling, uh, I think Morgus will rediscover a spell scroll that he's had in his pack for a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we say that I would have transcribed that spell? into my spell book with my weird little wiry crystal components that I use to inscribe spells oh, yeah. into it. That will mm-hmm. cost me 50 gold because it's of the first level. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. I now have Thunderwave. Would anyone else like to do anything or RP um, anything before we get to Webston? Libby's just writing letters. Did, did we ever establish if I worked out what the ring that I've, I've been wearing around me does? I believe we said in our session 0.2 that Scylla was going to ask someone in town what it does. So I do believe cool. that Scylla knows what it does now. Perfect. So I don't need to spend the time working that out. Okay. Which, it makes Scylla invisible for as long as she can hold her breath. It does. And I think it, it gives me... Oh, I get a little bit of a stealth buff. Mm-hmm. Which is sweet. I'm gonna need that, because I got chunky armor. Chonky armor. Chonk, chonk. Clang, clang, clang goes my armor. Anyone else? Doing bang, anything. bang, bang goes the sword. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple conversations that I think Godfrey wants to try to have. Yeah. Um, one would be with Morgus and one would be with Scylla. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if these would be conversations in like the whole of the party or like on watches when other members were asleep. Yeah, I think if we're trying to have some sort of, like, long rest, uh, I would be down for that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Morgus would, too. Probably on a watch. Okay. I guess for Scylla, you would be taking your watch, and Godfrey would kind of sit down next to you. I couldn't shake how you reacted when praying to my Sharia before we left. Uh, yeah, well, what do you mean? You reacted to something in a way that kind of betrays what I know of my Sharia in some way. And I just want to know if you know more about my Sharia than I do. I mean, 
much does anybody ever know about these things? I, I like sit here and tell you everything I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't hurt, right? I mean... What do you, what, do, what do you know? Would you do the same in return? Yeah, of course. It couldn't hurt, right? And Godfrey will list, like, the things that he knows about my Sharia and the things that he grew up learning. Like, really sticking to every time he's prayed, hearing the follow your heart. <laughs> and that's the my Sharia I grew up knowing. This is different than the one you know, then I think that it's something we need to talk about considering our trajectory right now. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit different, but I don't I don't see what that has to do with how that changes our trajectory. I mean, I, I think I grew up hearing different things. I mean, my family was into it, but I, you know, like I don't, do you think my beliefs mess with the trajectory of what we're doing? I don't know yet. You know, before a couple months ago, this was all above. This was something that, you know, you pray to and you believe and it is something that helps you get through the day. And now it is very real. And there are gods walking amongst us that do terrible things. And I just need to be aware that we're not waking up another terrible thing by finding my Sharia. I mean, I think the nature of all of these things is that they're all a little bit terrible. It's, it's why we do the good that we do, right? If things weren't a little bit terrible, we wouldn't do good. I've never heard any terrible things about my Sharia. We're not what terrible. But balance, you know? And please, tell me the balance. I mean, I don't... My, my parents... My parents talked about balance and life and creation and then of course the other side of that is is the the ending of that and the death of that and that's just the, the part of it and and the cycle of all things you know my sharia is is the determination of of the end of that and the closing of that cycle And Scylla sort of looks at you looking for something. You just see the mask staring back. I think you, you see in her some sort of reflection. As she looks to you, she starts looking a little bit through you. And talking and thinking about the things that she just said to you. Are these things that she 
puts stock in? Are these things that she's not just recalling? But I think you see her start to recoil a little and become a little less forthcoming as she reflects. Thank you, Zella. I didn't mean... Things have just been a little weird lately. Yeah. I appreciate that you're here. Uh, no. Hey, listen, it's it's nothing I didn't hear growing up. You know, I just, uh, I sort of thought, you know, that that was sort of behind me uh, when I came to the court. Um, so um, I'm sorry if I didn't give you uh, the answer you were looking for, but I, I hope I can. I hope I can. No. I think we all deserve the ability to leave some things behind. And it was not my intention to bring those up if that is not path you wish to walk anymore. Hey, Godfrey. Um, mm-hmm. What if when you try to leave them behind, they come back anyway? Can you really leave it behind? Mm-hmm. I guess in the leaving behind, it's uh, it's not an abandonment of who you used to be. But a reconciliation that that's who you were and this is who you are now. That no matter what, who you are now is built on who you were. Even if that's not who you want to be. I think, Sola, as you are reflecting in this... You remember this moment as a child. It happened like once a month where your mom would ask you and your sister to go out into the backyard to get a chicken. And you all would do it. It became a norm for you. And you'd bring that chicken back in only to then have your mother cut off its head, pluck out its feathers, pull out the heart, capture as much blood as she could, place the heart on an altar to my Sharia, pour the blood over it, and say a prayer with you all to ensure that death did not take you for another month. And one time you mentioned that to some kids in town you were playing with and they ran away screaming, saying that that's not how you pray to my Sharia. Harkening back those feelings that you've been having from Godfrey. I think if we're sitting long enough, I may... I may give the sugar-coated versions of those 
to Godfrey as we're sort of sitting out the rest of this watch. As the memories sort of come back to me and I recall them more vividly, I think the version that I tell is just slightly sanitized. You trust me though, right? I do. If I didn't, I wouldn't have asked you the things that I have. (laughs) You know, I believe that. That's uh, an awful lot to take in. You know, I don't think I've... You've referenced your family a lot, but only in passing, and you don't have to tell me about them. You don't want to. I, uh... I, I'd rather not. You know, sometimes... No, it's not. Yeah, sometimes families, uh, their job is to have you and, uh, grow you to a point, you know? Well, that's like the end of your watch. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, uh, I'm sorry and thank you, I guess. Um, you don't need to apologize. Okay. Uh, Ah, right. I'm I'm gonna go get Morgus, I guess. And she'll head off, still looking a bit dissociated, uh, and wake up Morgus very gently. I assume, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but I would assume, Godfrey, that after that type of conversation with Scylla, perhaps the conversation with Morgus would happen yeah. on a different night. There are multiple nights yeah. of traveling that we are yeah, yeah. skipping and montaging. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Before we get to that, Livy or Zip, are there any RP moments in travel that you all would like to take advantage of? Um. Not necessarily with each other, but just (laughs) as a a person. I'm going to try sneaking some reading time in with those books I stole that hopefully were not damaged by the goo. Not damaged. They are still readable, and you can certainly. What do you mean by sneak? Like you don't want anyone else to know that you're reading them. Well, I got the the woodworking book, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna put the lore book in the woodworking book. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Give me a stealth check as this happens at night while y'all are around the fire. You just have to be everyone's passive perception. Can I meet it? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can meet it. Meets it, beats it. It's a 16. Mm. Yeah, so it doesn't notice. <laughs> yeah. My passive perception it. is 16. She said meets it, beats it. Meets it, beats it. <laughs> Morgus is 16 passive perception. Absolutely not. Okay. Nice. <laughs> no one notices. Really word working, guys. <laughs> I gotta, you know, build lot beds, Murphy beds and stuff, you know? But that takes a lot of... Sure, there's math involved there. Yeah. Which book are you focusing on first in this chart? It was like, uh, well, I'm fo- trying to read this, the, the, the Seder book. Mm-hmm. And they're like cultures and traditions and 
beliefs. I believe is what it's about. Yeah. There's something in that Seder book that really catches you. In the beginning of Berm, there is a festival that happens. A gathering of satyrs uh, to dance and show their physical prowess, their mental prowess, their charismatic prowess. Uh, it's said to be in the middle of a wood somewhere in a secret location. And it is around the current time that this would be taking place, according to the book. So they snuck out to party. I don't kids these days. Okay. Take notes. In the book, because yeah. I I am a book defiler. That's where you take the notes. They are revelers. They are partiers. They are fake creatures that like to dance and have a good time. Is there any more information about where this kind of happens or where this takes place? Just says in a woods. In a what? Come on! <sighs> you gotta get a different book. <laughs> any other fun facts? No? That's the most important one. All right. It's gonna take me a while to read this, man. It's, it's not a reader, so. <laughs> you learn that, like, satyrs do have to trim their hooves as a part of their personal grooming regimen. That their horns don't come in until they're at least 10 years old. And, and then there's a party when it horns. happens. <laughs> That's a genuine question. Do the satyrs what, I'm sorry. have horns? What? The satyr you found did have horns. Yes. Yes, she did. Okay. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Now I'm more concerned about how they died, actually. Yeah. Fun little thing. Sneaky reading. Livy. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you had something in mind that Livy would be doing during travel? He has been writing letters a lot. Um, specifically towards the princess. And also sometimes the king just says like general rep- like reports like yeah we're we're still heading um uh like we haven't noticed any armies or anything like that but mostly to the princess he's been um fulfilling his promise and he's not particularly trying to hide it so if anyone were to like look at the letter they would s- see who he is writing to um he seems to struggle sometimes with finding the correct words. He doesn't seem to be particularly used to writing letters. Especially about... <sighs> Sorry, my cat. <laughs> Artemis! Artemis! Especially about my cat. Especially about my cat. Yeah. Artemis. Yes. <laughs> That's all they wanted. That's all they wanted. They're fine now. <laughs> yeah. 
We're just gonna do this for a bit. Sorry, guys. Um, Find a, your your avocado, your pits. You bring them out and scratch yeah. their bellies. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and now we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you want to see? Okay. Um. Struggling yeah, with writing she, letters. Of such a sensitive nature, Artemis. Um, but they struggle with like, writing letters of... Emotional letters. Especially with someone they haven't known for a particularly long time. Um, Are you seeking out people on the road to take the letters back to Florencia? As you're walking, yeah. or are you just holding them all until you get to Wimston to mail them? If he sees, like people on the road to deliver letters, he will definitely um, ask. Like, I'm not sure how your world wor- world works. Like, if there's just, like, carrot, like, people who, like, um, are milling about the road who do who do that. I don't know if there's a uh, They travel UPS the road just like everyone else. Can roll a percentile, see if you run into one. Uh, 100 percent, 48 percent, 48. Nope, you don't run into one. Okay. Yeah, Lily's going to be doing that. Uh, he's going to be keeping all of the letters in just a giant stack. Um, nice. All right. Godfrey uh, and Marcus. Also, I wanna... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I also just, um, I think Livy would have touched base with Morgus on if he was mm. okay. Because, um, that was a lot. <laughs> hey, um... Uh, how, how would you check in? Not Morgus. Godfrey, my brain. There you go. Hmm? You got there. <laughs> I got, got there eventually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, he does the, um, that was a lot. Um, specifically about Nyx and the gods, and I wanted to make sure you were doing all right. I mean, I'm doing about the same. It's not like I'm spiraling worse. I appreciate the check-in. Noticed you've been writing a lot of letters. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I promised the princess I would check in with her. Godfrey looks over. How tall is this stack of letters at this point? Like two, three days into the road. Sizable. Um, he's been writing a letter. He wrote a letter just before they left. He wrote a letter that night. And yes. He's been writing quite a few. I would say there's probably seven letters in the stack. Just checking in. Um. You're giving a detailed play-by-play of our entire adventure. You know, I put on the start and send uh, a lot of letters. 
You got to keep your promise to princesses, you know? Livy, like, is um, rubbing his neck and seems very nervous. There's a little bit more, like, bluish purple that forms into Livy's cheeks. Yeah. He's not the best liar. You blushing? Uh... Am I? I've suddenly become blind again. I I can't tell. (laughs) I'm sorry, have things developed between you and the princess? Um... Are you an item? I don't think so. I... Her dad, I think, is kind of pushing for that, but we're not... We went on maybe a date. A little bit. It's weird. We went on maybe a date. How is it maybe a date? We didn't say it was a date. But what did you do? You know, we just went to the library and went shopping around town and then uh, watched the sunset on a boat. On... While eating food. I'm sorry, did you say on a... You hate the water. We had to pull nails to try to get you onto a boat earlier. You went on a boat with her. She's never been on a boat. Livy. Look. If I had to give my expert opinion, you're an item and that's a fine thing. That's a great thing. How does it make you feel? Like she's a princess? And they no, no, no. How does it make? How does it make you feel? I, um, have not nervous. nervous. I guess I haven't been part of a relationship since. And he like rubs his neck. Well, right. my last relationship was was my um, professor. Well, uh, I will not make any more comments about the amount of letters you're writing. That is a sufficient amount of letters, I believe. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's nice. She's nice. I am not sure how to do this correctly. But well, just be honest. Be yourself. I told her about uh, me. You know, I felt that was a do, but I didn't tell her about her father. Uh, uh? And that feels a little dishonest to start a relationship knowing that she is a demigod. She does not. Is she a demigod? I have no idea how that works. Sorry, maybe I'm lost. I wasn't in all of the rooms when you were talking with... His name's Reem, right? That's the king's name. I feel like... uh, Our character, I feel like we would have told... I think Godfrey specifically was trying not to listen when you were talking about stuff. Oh shit, that's that's Ed. Mm. That's Ed's bad. No worries. Uh, You know... Uh, can that be can can that be stricken from the record? Redacted. <laughs> it has been a while. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> yeah, there's just. I mean, if you're conflicted about it, why not just tell her in one of your letters? 
Yeah, it's just difficult. How did we get to talking about me? This was supposed to be talking about you. <laughs> was it? You oh, sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I think that's a There's no visual segue. indication of the smile yeah, <laughs> under, the, under the mask. it thank you so much for listening to episode seven of season two of utopia i hope you had a great great time we're almost to wimston y'all um if you're enjoying it why not invest in ko-fi uh, subscribe to our twitch our youtube like this video on youtube follow us on the socials Automoon studio's got some big stuff going brewing in the background more shows more content you don't want to miss it right Intro and outro by Nolan Clock. Everything else by myself and the cast. Hope you have a great day. Thank you.